I I hope that I'm I sound okay being recorded. I I get really anxious about the way my voice can sound. <laughs> I think everyone does. But, uh, uh, sorry, my headphones right, like, my, my headphones kind of just do like deeper registers, so like I couldn't hear like whatever shrill nonsense. Oh yeah. So Andrea was saying she's worried that she sounds like shrill nonsense. <laughs> Not from where I'm sitting. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Adam. And I'm Tyler. And we are the Business Boys. Welcome to Ask Adverb. Adver- Did you want me to say that? I wasn't sure if you were like, is he going to say Adverb? I'm just going with the flow, All right. Man. Okay. I'm good. I'm just it's going good. with the flow. Hey, we, we've got someone pretty exciting on the show today. A very special guest, Andrea Hergy. Say hi, Andrea. Hello, everyone. I thought hi. I thought she would uh, say Andrea. hi, Andrea. Hi, Andrea. Yeah. yeah. Why know. didn't you say hi, Andrea? Do you think I, I should have just said hi, Andrea? That yeah. would have been good. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been it's too late. That ship has sailed. I want before. Uh, uh, how are we all doing? How are you, Andrea? How's your week been? Oh, my week has been fast. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe it's already Friday. I think because I was looking forward to doing this podcast recording on Friday. So I've been thinking about it all week. And the week just zoomed by. So, yeah. Wow. It's been a good week, though. I, I play in a trivia uh, team every Thursday night. Yeah, you do. And last night. Part of your uh, long-standing obsession with trivia. <laughs> like, this is a lot. Yeah. yeah. You, you love a good trivia. Oh, I do. I really love facts. And um, I love trying to think that I know facts. But I just surround myself with smart people. So it, it's it's a good time. So because, I'm not the because, one that because my facts. memory of doing <laughs> trivia with you is that we just accepted that we would lose every yeah. game. <laughs> yeah, and we did. Where, where did we play that trivia? At, at that Finn was McCool's in City yeah. Center Mall. Oh, my God. The bar inside a mall. My favorite Edmonton thing. <laughs> a bar inside a mall. <laughs> So, so good. But you played trivia this week. Did you how how'd you folks do? Uh, we lost by one point to oh. first place. We came in second. And we're actually a really good team. We've come in first place for the last three weeks. Shit. Um, Damn. And we're those cool kids at the at the trivia night that have matching hats that I've branded. Oh, of course. And we'll talk we'll what's get your, into that. We'll get your, into that. What's your team name? Apple Bottom Geniuses. Oh boy! Yeah. Wow. Bam. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good team name. I can't take credit for it, but it's a good team name, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm so proud of my trivia team. I can't believe that's what I'm talking about right now with you guys. And there's so many other more important things to talk about. <laughs> well, well, we can get into that. We can get into that. Yeah. List five things yeah. that are more important to talk about. <laughs> Go. <laughs> um. That's great. The week has been fast for us too. Yeah. It's been a very busy week. We are glad to be here talking with you and we've invited you on board because you, Andrea, are are doing quite a bit of design and brand work for Adverb. And, and Adverb's have, clients and too. And Adverb's clients. That's yes. right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, both. Both are true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we wanted a chance to chat with you and introduce you to our listener. Uh, <laughs> hi, mom. Hey, mom. <laughs> but yeah, maybe can you uh, can you introduce yourself for our uh, you know our our audience? A little Andrea trivia a little for Andrea everybody. Andrea trivia. Here's some Andrea fun trivia. facts. 
And then yeah. if, if Matt's okay. around, get us get him to do his five favorite things about Andrea. <laughs> oh, he's not here. Dang I it. wish. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. So um, I've been uh, a designer for roughly just ten plus years. I graduated from U of A from their design program in 2011. Shout out U of A. But um, yeah, shout out to U of A. Love to be an alumni of the University of Alberta. Um, yeah, and I've just been working a lot on brand design lately in in the last couple of years. Um, uh, I also do a lot of website design. I'm really interested in UX and UI and not just like the visuals of UX and UI, like the, the research that goes behind a properly functioning application or website. So that's, that's the nerdy part of me. Uh, I love research. Uh, Hang on a second. Wait a minute. We, yeah, we just yeah. talked about trivia for five minutes and you're saying the UX part is the nerdy part of you? <laughs> I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Uh, what I classify as a nerd is, is up, to, <laughs> up to debate, I suppose. Sure. Yeah. No, carry on. Sorry yeah. to interrupt. Yeah. Oh, no. I like that interruption. That was a good one. Um, yeah. And uh, I, I, um, what's a little bit more about me? Well, you and I, mean, I, I really, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, you and I have known each other for quite some time. We, I would, I would uh, classify us as friends. Uh, you know. Yeah, I think you fall into that. At bucket. least, like, I, at least, yeah. uh, you know, long acquaintances. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, good friends uh, for a long time. Best friends, even. <laughs> I, th- I don't know. You can. I dare say. say. Not. And um, so that makes me very happy that you're doing some work for us. But also, we cross paths professionally in our time together at McEwen University where Mm -hmm. I started my career in social media and I think kind of an early role for you as well in design web design Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. and uh and we did some cool stuff there together uh and also um, killed time in really creative ways (laughs) yeah Uh, that was a that was probably like a career defining role for me as well because um I remember coming on in McEwen University had just rebranded yeah and they had received a brand that was was the base of a brand new brand, but they needed to really build it out and flush it out. What would it look like on the website? What would it look like in social media? And that was such a defining moment for me to get to be a part of that from the beginning. So, uh, to Andrea, help I'm just build I'm, out that brand. I'm sorry. I'm curious about the process because you know you're now you're you're helping us work with our clients to build their brands. The, what was the process like for McEwen? Like, did you get handed a logo, some type and color, and then you kind of got to apply it? Or w- were you given more guidance than that? Uh, yeah. So it was, it was a, a lengthy brand guideline for sure. We definitely we were given a logo. We were given a color palette. Um, but we were given kind of just the base of, like, what could be the visual representation of this brand? But we did need to establish how it looked in a lot of other areas. And as you're, the process kind of looks, it's very organic for me at least. Mm-hmm. Like as I approach each new asset, like, well, what's something fun that can be on brand that can be added that actually speaks to the tone of voice of this brand and what speaks to um, how it needs to be visually portrayed. And it's, it's, I'd say the most challenging, but the most fun part about brand building there, it's it's definitely separate from like the logo creation. You're sort of working on a blank slate. You're trying to define this this one element, and then once you have that and you've you've 
done a good job building up what the tone of voice is, what the personality is of the brand, you can have a lot of fun getting into like all the nitty gritty details of like, well, what does, how is the brand reflected in the footer of this website? Like you have to consider so many little elements. It's very, very fascinating to me, that process. Is that something when, um, when you're kind of starting fresh, like, cause you're now, you've started your own company, Coastal Creative with a business partner. You're mm -hmm. doing some work with us on our brand where you've kind of got that. You have your one page PDF brand sheet, but we're working together to kind of bring it to life. And then you have our clients, you have your own clients. Like when you're starting a brand now, are you thinking about like, I wonder what that footer will look like? Or are you kind of starting at that 10,000 feet foot view and then like figuring problems out as they go? I'm, I'm curious what your starting place is. Yeah, yeah, that is a good question. So from hey, like the beginning process, yeah, <laughs> it's definitely the the starting a brand is a lot of conversations with the client and trying to figure out what really speaks to them. And it definitely depends on what the company is too, like um, whether it's more of a personal brand versus a large tech company brand. There's like so many more considerations about the audience when you when you get a larger company. Um, a good example is I, I built the brand for um, an insurance tech startup. They basically had an application and they wanted to name it Apollo. And they just, they didn't know how that would really look and how that would resonate in the insurance industry. But um, we ended up creating like a very bold and impactful design primarily because we wanted to, like the goal of the client was to be um, like a kind of like a disruptor in the industry. So they wanted to do something very almost um, epic feeling. Right. And that was very interesting to build a brand like that. And then I evolved that brand from like, okay, they made their splash. They've been in this two years. Now we're finding we had to like react to what, how the audience was changing and uh, how the audience is viewing the brand. And so there was this evolution of that brand from this very dark, epic, magnificently like, oh, we're changing the world here, disrupting things to, oh wait, we're actually a very friendly insurance company that you do wanna buy insurance from. Like, <laughs> so it's very interesting to do a brand evolution based on audience. Like yeah. uh, the audience members That's changing. That's super interesting. And, and yeah. that must have changed every part of the brand from like the every look of the website part. to yeah. social and kind of look and feel there, like more yeah. authoritative social to more fun social, you know? Yeah. And then we still had to draw a connection to, well, why are you called Apollo? Like we were basing it on the epicness of the space mission in the 1960s. Oh. Um, that's where Apollo came from, the name, since it was the, the space, uh, it was uh, the mission right. that landed on the moon. Um, so that was where that epicness came from. But then we're like, well, what is Apollo now when we're friendly? So I got to play with a lot of uh, mid-century modern design and just like, I pulled inspiration from the era that we were inspired by. And that was really fun. And actually the brand tone of voice really changed too. We made it more of a kind of a Don Draper madman sort of um, inspired tone of voice. He's cheeky, he knows what to say, he knows the right things to say, but he's, you also like, you really respect him and look up to him. That was kind of 
an interesting evolution there. As yeah, well. I love that. I mean, yeah, you know, uh, candidly, we we bought our business insurance through Apollo, so uh, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And uh, I remember peeking at their branding, and I it's it is definitely like it stands apart. Um, I I would have assumed it went back to the Greek god, but uh, it's interesting that it's from the the space program or the space the space missions. Yeah, you should have yep. had lots of like yeah. olive branches and <laughs> winged That's, shoes, and that was a missed opportunity there for sure. Yeah, yeah. lots of clay pots. <laughs> Greek I think. pizza. Yeah. Oh, Greek. <laughs> yeah, Tyler's got this thing about Greek pizza, which we're just not sure where that comes from. <laughs> I came from from Andrea's brand. Work. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Andrea, I wanna I wanna talk uh, specifically about social a little bit, and mm-hmm. you kind of mentioned like that way that you know, you design a brand, there's all these things you're thinking about, but also like one of the places it comes to life is it's not just the footer of the website, it's social, right? And I'm really curious about your thought process for, hey, I've built this brand, I understand it, now how, you know, visually might I bring it to life on social or, yeah, I'm just curious about from your design perspective, like what are some of the things Mm -hmm. you think about when you think about how to bring a brand to life on social? Yeah, um, I find social media to be like the best opportunity for brands and one of the best things that has happened for a brand because it's really an opportunity for a company to like have a living, breathing brand somewhere. Because it's like you're updating it daily. You're constantly reacting to your your consumers or your clients. You're always... It's, it's a place where your brand can really live and actually grow quite a lot. So um, I always take it from a perspective that like, this is the opportunity to evolve the brand on the fly as we go and see how things grow visually as well as like with the brand personality. Um, it's like when I'm starting out a brand, the social media posts are very helpful in establishing those small elements that are going to go into a wider picture. It's deciding even small things like, well, what's going to be the line weight when I have a line here? Is it going to be really thin and feel elegant or is it going to be thick and bold and going to like establish some sort of prominence on the page? Like just small decision-making things like that happen on that kind of mood board of an Instagram feed. I usually do like a nine by nine or a three, a three by nine, three, 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 nine, uh, grid. Um, so I'm doing the math in my head. <laughs> um, I'm visually inclined, not mathematically, but, um, I like to do the grid and kind of like see how the variety and consistency is looking on that, that, uh, that classic like IG grid. Um, it's, it's really a fun part of the process because you can be a little more casual, I find usually on social media posts, it's an opportunity to like inject the brand voice in small ways. So when I have the opportunity to work with copywriters for doing design on social posts, I feel like that's an awesome collaboration point to also grow the brand and the brand voice because you know, there's an opportunity to say like, well, we just need, I only want to say something that's like three or four words and what would it be in this position, in this spot and how would it reach our, our target audience? Uh, 
like a good example of something that um, I'm working on with Adam, with one of our clients. Um, he has a great tagline. Shout for, out Adam. For, um, yeah, <laughs> there's a great tagline. Uh, do more, um, do less, accomplish more. And I really, it's a like something like just as short and as simple as that helps define what the social media posts would be. Like, how can we say that line in a variety of ways? How can it look in different ways? Um, and it helps build out things like typographic hierarchy. It helps build out um, kind of like, what would it look like with image and text together? There's just like so much variety when you get to do a social post over, as opposed to maybe doing something like a classic uh, like in print media or in print when you just like, okay, well, here's a banner and here's a flyer. You kind of just get to say it once and then you're sort of like, that's your one chance. Whereas social, you get to multiple times, you get to reiterate your brand voice and your brand personality through visuals. Um, that's so interesting. And I just think it's like one of the greatest opportunities for brands to grow. Yeah. That's so interesting because it sounds to me like it's part of your experimentation at the beginning of the brand. You're thinking about how <laughs> would this show up on Instagram and how can I use that to make decisions for the entire <laughs> brand, but also it's iteration <laughs> as the brand actually comes <laughs> to life and we have to make like this constant sort of content posting every day or every few days. Like how does that change the brand over time? So it seems to have like two roles. It both helps to establish at the beginning considering social, but also using social as kind of the vanguard of the brand as it enters the world. How does it change? It's the brand guard. The brand guard. <laughs> I like that. Okay. We <laughs> instantly really need yeah. to cut co like copyright that and yeah. I'll call start the that company and get brandguard.ca. <laughs> it's probably, ex it probably already exists. <laughs> Damn it. Andrea, I was brand guardians. I wanted to ask you, uh, you know, you're talking about the opportunity that social gives you to build a brand. How much of the audience's response on social do you take into consideration when you're tweaking things or changing things or or evolving things yeah yeah no that that definitely comes into play um i find it's it's most it's most helpful to figure out how things are working if like i like to in an ideal situation i love being able to run a b tests with our ppc campaign yes so like we, I, I, a couple of years ago, when we were first starting some PPC campaigns for, for this one brand, we just kind of threw a lot at the, like, we just threw out every option um, of how we could, like, how this ad would look. Like, will people resonate with a happy person looking at them <laughs> and maybe just a quick line of text or would they resonate better with just all typography, hmm. no visuals? And what would happen if we incorporated the actual product into the ad? Um, and what we we came to um, a result that no one, like very few people were clicking on the happy face person. Um, wow. We came to this conclusion jokingly that no one likes other people to be happy. So that's why the happy <laughs> person ad doesn't work. It might also <laughs> kind of look like stock photography, right? Yeah, it, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So then we did keep refining that though, because I was still set on like, I think we need to still represent the human, like the person behind this um, somehow. So we changed the photographic style. We injected just like brand colors into the photographs. 
um, to try to make them just feel a little more um, customized and like feel it, feel a little more considered than uh, than your general stock image. Um, and they started to perform a little bit better, but um, the one that performed the best was really the punchy typography. Uh, I think it just it resonated with people really quickly. The message was said right away. Um, and that was really revealing to me because I found that like, okay, so you have to get brand personality in a very simple typographic format. So like the, the impact that the typeface that you've chosen for your brand is also very significant um, because you're going to be living with that for quite a while. And it's, it's, it's going to need to be a workhorse of your brand, the typography really. I don't so, know if you remember. That was interesting. I don't know if you remember this, Andrea, but in our time at McEwen, mm. we used to do this to try to solve for like headers on web pages because we'd often be in conflict with like the different departments and courses about like what's the best photo to represent your entire right. learning experience. Yeah. And oh, yeah. uh, I remember we would run like we would use our A/B testing on our Facebook ads and then use like decisions we found there as well as we had like some really detailed analysis of like the photos we were sharing on our Facebook page and stuff like what do people like and we were using social as this kind of testing ground that ended up making very mm -hmm. big decisions about how do we rep like what what photos should we use on the cover of our academic calendar this year right and like I, that's this kind of an interesting example of how social can help to make really big decisions about your brand yeah, hundred percent. Because it's like usually in visual creation, you don't have access to data about a photo yeah. when you're, you know. So to actually put some data behind um, design decisions is very empowering as the as the design team because then you can go to, you know, the stakeholder may not love the photo, they may resonate with the happy smiling person photo, but you found out that statistically, no, our target audience actually identifies with um you know this photo that is you know completely different than what the stakeholder wants and yeah. that that um really helps back up design decisions and I, I i think there's still like a balance of like marrying uh using uh the the data to make design decisions but it's definitely a a very good tool and resource to have to be able to have that backup of um of knowing actually what your audience is resonating with yeah can we talk about valentine's day for us oh yeah let's do that oh yeah so yeah. because we kind of did this as adverb we brought you on because we'd written some mm -hmm. uh pithy valentine's day content uh, copy as a team and wanted you to try to bring our brand to life in a new way on instagram knowing that on in the back end you're kind of exploring our website and uh, a few other little branding projects for Adverb, but do you have mm -hmm. more context you want to add to that? I mean, I think it was it was just kind of like this serendipitous thing. We sat down with the team. Originally, the idea was let's come up with like Valentine's Day content for other clients, and we're, and it was the whole team, and we were like, well, we're here, <laughs> so why don't we come up with stuff for Adverb? And it was all copy lines, like yeah. it was just writing. Yeah. I wonder if you could yeah. talk through your because what you came up with. I mean, our audience loved. We loved. Um, hopefully you loved <laughs> in yeah. the spirit of Valentine's Day. Uh, but yeah, I wonder if you can talk through that process. Yeah, that was a super fun project for me. I, I know I'm a big fan of getting to do illustration within a brand. 
Um, and I think that was a cool opportunity because I, I know it was a cool opportunity for me to learn more about your perspective on the advert brand and kind of collaborate in that sense. Um, you know, where's the line that we draw of like, um, you know, traditional, maybe more corporate adverb versus fun adverb. And how do we define that? And I think it's really cool that you guys have taken a direction that social media is where you can have a little more fun, but how do we still stick to the adverb brand and be consistent? Um, so we went with like the classic uh, light blue, dark blue adverb colors and white. So we kept it very on brand with that. But then we just had a lot of fun with the illustrations. Like I think I drew a Cupid with an adorable little tiny butt. Yes, And I was did. just so happy that I got to do an illustration with a butt in it for a client. <laughs> I was like, that's a bucket list item. Because I thought like that was hilarious. Boo. <laughs> butt kit list, yeah. Boo. <laughs> that's good, good, good. <laughs> um, but that process was really fun because it was, there was a lot of personality in those illustrations that I felt really matched the personality of the copy um and it kind of like the two paired so nicely together like I don't think I could have come up with such funny little illustrations without the inspiration yeah. of that copy yeah so it's quite a I'd say it was like one of my favorite collaborative projects that I've worked on awesome. in a while because it's just like it was so inspiring to read all these like hilarious little lines and think of you guys writing them and coming up with them it's fun <laughs> I mean you've, I you've been such a good fit with our creative process because I think we we pride ourselves in our core team on our on our writing but none of us are I mean certainly not as visually inclined as you are um and you've been able to just like in all the projects we've brought you in on been able to like read those lines and then make something that's like better than we could have imagined right and I I always knew you and I worked Aww. that way but I think everyone on the team I've said this to you already has has expressed that that same sentiment you've been such a good fit yeah totally are you enjoying working with that tell tell the world <laughs> <laughs> This is my chance to finally tell the truth. No, no, I love working with you guys. <laughs> Honestly, That's it's, awesome. um, it's refreshing to get to work with people who are transparent and clear, um, where constructive feedback is considered and like appreciated. Um, you know, it's just, it's been a great, great process to work with just like-minded individuals who like how, like, like-minded in the sense that we have a similar process but then everyone has kind of a different approach to that process, which is very cool to learn about uh, each individual adverbian. Is that what <laughs> yeah, you guys are calling Yeah, that yourself? is what we adverbian. went. We, we talked about a lot of different options, but yeah. that's the one we landed on. I, I also really appreciate, Andrea, that there's like, I think maybe it's because you know Tyler and because of your longstanding friendship, it's just a good natural fit. But like you and I have worked a lot together over the last few months mm -hmm. and there's just a really natural chemistry there that is can be a rarity in relationships between writers and designers and when you yeah. find it i feel like you kind of just want to hold on to it Aww. oh well that's very sweet <laughs> i think like honestly i have so much respect for people who can craft words <laughs> because that sentence i just said wasn't even that good <laughs> um, so <I've, laughs> I, i've always appreciated that i i think the two like design my design is always elevated when I have good words to work with. Mm -hmm. I'm always thrilled to have 
the opportunity to actually work with considered copy. I just, I, it elevates everything. So um, yeah, that's been my, one of my big takeaways of working with you guys that it's like, oh, I always know I'm going to get like Jackie when she provides the headings for the sections in a, you know, in a briefing note, she's not providing these long headings that are going to look terrible. Like she's considering that, you know, like, oh, I think Andrea's probably good. Let's do this as two, two lines of copy. Like she considers what it could look like. Yeah. Um, which is amazing to work with someone, uh, w- work with a team like that, really. Um, so, yeah, it's definitely, God, we're good it's game this. changing for design when you have good copy, for sure. God, we're good at <laughs> yeah, this. we are we're really so quite amazing. I am so pleased. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, Andrew, in case you're wondering, but my favorite rejected name for adverbians was oh. Adverbizantinians. Yes, yeah. Adverb bicentennials. Uh, adverb adverb It was adverb Byzantines. Adverb Byzantines. That's oh, it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Adverb Byzantines. We were we were so just the... we were trying to establish like what would be really like strange or unacceptable portmanteaus, and that was one of them. And I really, really wanted that one to stick. And Tyler just like gave me the fucking side <laughs> eye. He's like, no fucking way. There is a there is a difference between Adam and Tyler's humor and Adverb's humor. Yes, there is. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> That's called, yeah, professional boundaries. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think we're kind of at the end of our time here. So as we head out, we need to give a shout out to our friends, compatriots, oh, yes. Uh, municipal country folk, uh, <laughs> municipal friends, fuck? municipal. We, we share a municipality, uh, and that is our friends at Highlands Liquor. Speaking of bad writing, what Tyler's trying to say is we live in the same city <laughs> as Highlands Liquor. <laughs> we vote in the same municipal election. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, I really but, like the long-winded approach to that. Yeah, yeah I think is. Have you, Andrea? I feel like the Highlands little pocket kind of like. I feel like you moved before Foxburger and. Highlands Liquor came into 100%. Highlands. 100%. So, yeah, I feel like I left Edmonton at the exact time when Edmonton really started to pick up some very cool vibes. It's probably a and coincidence. I think, I, <laughs> I think, is it a coincidence? I'm not sure. <laughs> They're like, finally got those two out of the way. <laughs> oh, they'd be really holding us back. <laughs> Let's make some cool businesses. Yeah. Now that we don't have to yeah. stay up till midnight every Sunday, we can we have time yeah, to start a business. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, uh, uh, now, as you you know, as you know from afar, and maybe this is a place you know. Next time you're in town, we should go Ooh, together. But yeah. you know, mm. the, in Highlands, there is a, a burger place. There's a liquor store. There's a bar, a secret bar in the basement. Yes, basement there's a bar. Rooftop bar. patio, uh, and Amazing. specifically, Highlands Liquor is the sponsor of this podcast. Yes, and we love them because they ply us with boozy beverages. Uh, which we have to refresh. We we knew two we weeks ago. Out. We are out. We're all out. We're we're drinking borrowed beer from colleagues yeah, at this point. We're out, Nate. Yeah, Nate and Mike. This, you promised this wouldn't happen. I think it's on me. I think <laughs> I have to message them. But anyway, uh, Highlands Liquor, uh, all <laughs> kinds of fabulous uh, drinks. Uh, even if you're not uh, an, a drinker of alcohol, they've got un, uh, unalcoholic. That's a word. Un- yeah. It's like D. It's like this writer. This writer. It's like dethawing something. Uh, they have non-alcoholic beverages. Uh, they basically have something something for the whole family except for most minors. Yeah, they and babies. And babies, yeah, yeah. specifically. Yeah, they don't carry formula. I know. You've gone and looked. 
I many wish times. they did because yeah, yeah, it's a tough world out there. But you can find them online at highlandsliquor.ca and you can find them in person in the Highlands neighborhood in Edmonton. And you know their slogan, Highlands Liquor. If you can't buy it here, it's not for sale here. <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> correct. Andrea, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> Do I need to retract my last statement about excellent copywriters who have communicated <laughs> I don't think you we're do. just we're just reading one, the copy right? in the ad, okay? Yeah. This is I think okay, okay. I think Erica wrote this. We'll blame Erica. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should get ChatGPT to write us like 500 word Highlands Liquors ads oh my and God. read those. Okay, before we go cuz we had talked about AI in a few episodes ago, I sampled Tyler's voice oh, yeah. and I cloned it oh, on a website. It, and it's like freaky good. And then oh, I, I had it read like a, I had chat GPT write a f- tongue in cheek, 1500 word diatribe on social media that included swears every second sentence. And I, I have told people about it, but I haven't played it for them because it scares me. It is scary. Yeah. Oh my. That makes me nervous that you can yeah. record someone's voice and then make them say things that they wouldn't normally say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Ooh. thanks, ChatGPT. I mean, Andrea, for joining <laughs> us on this podcast. Yeah, we're so so pleased you could join us, Andrea. Um, I was I was so pleased to be here. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah, thank yeah. We can't. We'll we'll talk to you next week <laughs> for more cool projects. Yeah, and I guess <laughs> I'll see you in a meeting in 15 minutes. Oh yeah, <laughs> you you bet. Yeah, you bet. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Thanks, Andrea. All right. See you guys. Bye. have the most well adam probably beats us but you have i have the least radio experience out of any of us because you hosted a cgsr show oh yeah yes yeah that was um that was an amazing time matt as you know my partner was uh the news director at the time and he got us a great time slot at midnight on (laughs) sunday (laughs) obviously before you before you had children right (laughs) oh yes yes uh well before then and um, yeah, it was called Midnight Snacks. Uh, we had had one listener. We always said our joke was, hello, listener. And we thought that was just so smart. That is funny. I love that. Such a good joke. <laughs> um, and to be honest, though, that show only lasted like four episodes and then winter hit. And I was like, I'm not going into CJSR at midnight on Sunday. So Matt would go and he would just play sleepy music for me to listen to while I fell oh, asleep. That's so and romantic. So, that's so <laughs> yeah. funny. That lasted a couple episodes too. And then I think we, I think uh, we got the boot. Our show wasn't uh, viable anymore. <laughs> was that, uh, who was the, who Matt, was the. Matt fired himself. Yeah. Who, Matt fired himself basically. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who was the, um, the program manager at Chad? that time? Was it Chad? Yeah. Yeah. Chad. Yeah. 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 Chad knows when to kick someone off yeah, the show. Yeah. He's like, hey, Matt. He's like, guys. Guys, I think you guys are just doing something cute for each other now. And this is actually like a radio station that we want people to listen to. Yeah, so our, our, our Sunday midnight ratings have dropped to an all time low. That's, yeah. a, that's a prime radio spot for the depressed yeah. and high. You know that listener that you had? You don't have that listener anymore. It was Chad. He's like, <laughs> I don't like it. I don't like it anymore, you guys.